This is a podcast from the Queen City Podcast Network. I'm Julia Barno. I'm Julie J. We are Family Jewels Comedy. Yeah. <laughs> We've never done We've that never before. Done Why that. now? Mama's got to pick up Harris Teeter, and then kids, and then I need to probably go back and get Lammy's. Right, I'm right. just Lammy's manager, is what I am. I'm, I'm Purple Mama's manager. Yeah. I sanitized her last night. You did? I have to sanitize her. She's disgusting. They like it when it stinks. Well, then they, <laughs> but then, but then like the. Sorry. Do you want us no. to stop? <laughs> no, this is great. <laughs> Lammy managers. <laughs> <laughs> Nikki, literally, the stinkiest one is the best one. And he, for the longest time, and I knew this, this thing had spent the night in Harris Teeter. He had thrown it out the window on Eastway Drive, which is like an interstate. <laughs> and I had to stop because this was like right around the time that the divorce happened. And I had just moved back to Charlotte after leaving my cocoon of the farm. And Nikki was doing this thing where he takes Lammy. Lammy is the shape of a flying squirrel. Okay, he looks like a body with he's a blanket, tiny blanket, about four inches by four inches, and he has little arms and legs. And Nikki likes to take him by his teeny tiny tiny leg and he like whips it like a like a like a like he would whip like a towel at somebody, like mm. crack a towel at somebody, and he like whips it and spins it in the air, and then he looks like he's throwing it out the window, but he holds on to its little foot. And then he sees Lammy flapping in the wind. He goes, Lammy's dancing. Lammy's dancing. And then and then one time he just let him go. And I look back and he goes. <gasps> and I said, did you just let Lammy go? And he said, uh-huh. I was like, did you mean to do that? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, well, what do we do now? And he was like, I want Lammy back. And so desperate, desperate me. Because our entire world is falling apart, and we can't have one more thing fall apart. I, I have to get Lamy back. Okay, I don't know where yeah. Lamy is, but I have to get him back. I can't have anything else no. gone. And so I turn around on Eastway, so I have to go over Independence, come back. <clears throat> so it's been a few minutes. And you know where the chef's store is, like this big mm-hmm. box store in Eastway? Mm-hmm. So I look over, and I see a trailer, like a flatbed trailer being pulled by a truck, run over Lamy, and Lamy like flap on the road. <laughs> so I pull into the chef store and I say, I'm going to get him. <laughs> and I go onto, e- onto Eastway Drive and grab that Lammy oh who was, who has a, he had a very distinctive tire mark across him. Okay. And then Lam- Nikki was so happy to have him back. He snuggled on Lammy with the tire mark for a long time before I washed it, which is disgusting. I know. But I was like, he, if, if I mess up Lammy's scent, he also gets upset about it because oh, I have used fabric softener before. Oh. And then he smells different. I mean, so there's a, sanitize, a sanitizer option on my dryer oh, so, so that I don't have it. to wash it. I just throw it in the sanitizer because – so we don't have a Lammy, but we have a, a – well, it was Mama. He had this purple bunny uh-huh. and it was Mama. It was Mama, Mama, Mama for for – 
over a year. And then his vocabulary, it learned some colors and it's a purple bunny. So then it became purple mama. Purple mama. So it's purple mama now. And he like, it's, it's been like, it, like you can't sleep without, you know, like, yeah. well, like, but like even yeah. my five-year-old knows, like if I'm putting Cyrus to bed, I'm like, where's purple mama? Where's purple mama? And she's like, yeah. I'll get it. It's in the playroom. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and it's, it's like, and he walks around with like, it's, like ear and like sucking his thumb and it's the cutest thing but then like he'll snuggle with me and then I'm like I don't that thing is disgusting like I I can't I love how the kids start managing the other kids special items (laughs) like we know that shit's gonna go down badly for everyone if Nikki can't find my because Shayna my oldest didn't never took to anything she oh really yeah so so it it was a surprise and that was her bunny it was a gift to her she never really took to it and then cyrus just one day was like this is my mama now like this is mama and it's mine and then all of a sudden she was like but it's mine i was like but you didn't care about it and now he we 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 have we my husband bought a backup purple mama that's still in the packaging and is in our closet just Mm -hmm. in case but we just noticed that the tail is white and the other purple mama is purple and we're like i hope he doesn't there is no quality control on children's stuff like yeah keep it learned. together like they can't do anything you jelly cat change. come on jelly yeah, cat it's, jelly cat. Jelly it's cat. always jelly cat it's always je- the expensive jelly cat they're, what, they're so expensive how much was that purple mama 30 bucks well worth it we do you know how decided. i should be buying stock in lammies I okay <laughs> i have I, so zora got hooked on the big lammy which is my mom gave her when she was born and they don't like it to like, you know, a year and a half, two. And then they become like flesh and blood to these kids. So we started buying extra lammies. Her lammies are $20 a pop. I have bought seven or eight of them. I know I have. Nikki's lammies were only like 12. So they were like the wee lammy yeah, I think, version. I think this lammy was like <clears throat> 20 to 30. When I found out that they they do this evolution, they're like become like, all right, you're kind of a special ammo, uh, item. And then they move into this, like they are inseparable from this item, like crying. They can't go to mm-hmm. sleep without it. They, they think of Lammy's life, Purple, Man- Lammy's, or Purple yeah. Mama's life. And then they start treating them like shit. <laughs> you notice that? Like, Not yet. Like when, maybe it's around like three or four. But when Nikki started like whipping them around and throwing them out the window, like I noticed his relationship with Lammy has changed. Like Lammy gets thrown down the stairs. Lammy gets put in the fish tank. Maybe they'll Actually, eat him. You know, you know what? I mean, they, they I are have, doing yeah, stuff to him. Every once in a while, he'll throw mm-hmm. purple mama, or like at night, he'll mm-hmm. be like, "I don't want purple mama," and I'll mm-hmm. go, "Okay." And then I went out, but I hold it because I'll shut the door, and then he goes, "I need purple yeah. mama," mm-hmm. and hugs and kisses, yeah. and then I come back, and he's like, "Purple mama." Yeah, they have this like yeah. inner dialogue yeah. about these stuffies. Um, Nikki started. Doing things like um, leaving him places. And this one still, it still blows my mind. Still blows my mind. Okay. Recently, we were in Harris Teeter. I feel like I have so many stories to start with. And I was in Harris Teeter. <laughs> I'm never and in I Harris Teeter. Oh, my God. I've started doing like the mobile pickup because I just, I was like, I don't have time to deal with you today. Like, speaking of relationships, I think mm-hmm. I have a personal relationship with Harris Teeter. Um, not only brought has... Brought to you by Harris Teeter. Brought to you by... <laughs> Get those fuel points. Um, who is using these fuel points? None of them have fuel. None of the ones around here have fuel. Brian's saying he does. Really? Yes. You do? I, well, I also work for a gas station company, so I'm like, it's oh, not my part. So there's not. There's been a couple times where Zora's Lammy, Big Lammy, she has three Lammies that she carries around regularly, and one of them is that all of them have had 
a um a pink nose okay it's like a stitch stitched on pink nose i'm sorry no they're just white like a like a white it's like white on white great like cream on cream their little stitched face and one of them in all of the millions that i have purchased one has pink a pink nose so now its name is pink lammy I didn't even know. I have no idea what she was talking about. Not only does it have a pink nose, it has a white a white ribbon. All the other ones are green. So now this one is, is truly irreplaceable because how many do you have to order to get the oddball one with the white ribbon and the pink nose? All the other ones are called. Anyway, this isn't even it, part of the resort. I know. We, we, the, we weren't even supposed to be I interrupted myself. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, so Harris Teeter, we walk in and Nikki has his lammy. Wee Lammy, Flying Squirrel, Looking Lammy. He has one Lammy. With the tire mark. With the tire mark. Okay. Uh-huh. And it's faded. Okay. <laughs> I have watched it since that happened. But it's not. Uh, and I'm in the frozen food aisle and I'm like picking out my like emergency food. Like in, in, in if we get home and there's like, oh man, everybody's tired and there's like 20 minutes, they will eat like a microwave dinner. And I'm like, all right, at least they ate something. So I was like, I should pick out a couple of those. And the kids like them as a backup. It's not what they eat all the time. And they, I turn around just long enough to close the door to the frozen food section, whatever I'm in. I just turn around to put it in my cart and the kids have run away, run. And I'm like, I turn around, they're gone. They're gone. I'm in the middle of the aisle. Like how quickly did they move? And I hear them laughing. And so I go to the aisle next door because I can hear them the whole time. Next one over. And I look over, and now Nikki has two lammies. And I was like, where did you get that lammy from? Where did this lammy come from? He was like, they start laughing. They said that the last time they were in Harris Teeter, they hid a lammy under the paper towels. (laughs) Under the paper towels. They just left him there with no means of transportation. Kids don't know when the hell they're going anywhere. How long has Lammy been Very under the paper towels? <laughs> Very presumptuous. <laughs> this plan was not well executed, and yet it worked, and they got the biggest crack ever That's out of this. That's pretty. Thing. I know. I was like, the amount of scheming, and you used your precious item. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what do you think he's been doing? I mean, how? what if that section got cleaned out? I, I mean, know. Wow. I would love to hear more stories like that because it involves so much planning on I their know. part. Like, did they conspire together? Like, yeah, let's leave his ass. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, like let us know if I would people love if to people know. are listening, if you have stories of your kids <laughs> leaving things in grocery stores. Irreplaceable special yeah. items. I know. It, it I Purple Mom is my my first and only experience with it so far. Oh my uh, God. Although my daughter got so just possessive of it, of it after he mm-hmm. claimed it, mm-hmm. and then it it was my um, my dad's wife is the one who actually had sent it, and so she sent an just a, another random bunny, but it was like mm-hmm. gray and it's like a ballerina, and it just nope. It, it I think she's trying to force something like mm-hmm. like it's something special, and mm-hmm. it, it's not. But yeah, kids are like terriers; they like they choose their thing. They choose one thing. I've been talking about my dog a lot because I'm gonna get her back soon i think and um that's a whole story in itself but um where is she like she's in harris teeter and just left yeah. her there overnight since harris teeter's taking care of her yeah just see what happens there's dog food i mean i was like they got this she'd probably be fine yeah um but it's 
I like I like terriers. They t- tend to choose like one person, and everybody else is just not good enough. I think mm. kids are like that with their lammies. Like you never know, mm. you never know which one's going to be the special one. Uh, well, mm-hmm. it's it's helped us. Uh, I mean, well, we we were missing we were missing Purple Mama for for a few days, and you could tell like Cyrus was like a little despondent. We kept we ever we were like by his crib every night trying to put him bed picking up every other Mm-mm. stuffed animal. And he was like, no, no, Mm-mm. no. I was like, Kristoff, Olaf. Like, like the, there's off. there's a dog that he calls daddy. Like, it, I was like, daddy, d- doggy daddy. And he was like, I hate doggy daddy. And I was like, Mm-mm. I was like, can you please? And he just like slept with nothing. And then yeah. finally I, I found it. I found Purple Mama. And that's when we decided to buy this backup one because we just like couldn't go through that again as a family. Like it Mm -hmm. was just too much. And um, and I have a video of him. I I, he came home from school and I was like, look what I found. And he's on the couch going, Purple Mama, Purple Mama. It's so sweet. (laughs) It's so sweet. Yeah. They know. Um, Even kids know what judgment feels like. They're judging. Is this your transition to what we're supposed to be talking about? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We did decide we we were going to go into today and talk about another jo- uplifting topic. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> judgment, just, but but it is but ultimately yeah. it is ultimately uplifting because it is. we were when we were talking about it, we were like, uh, I've found as I've gotten older and and had done work on myself, done the self love, um, I have become. I don't judge other people. Like it's, I mean, I can't say it's 0% and I can't say I don't judge myself 0%, but it has gone way down because if you're judgmental, you're really just, it's it's coming from a inner place. I think if you don't, um, if you don't have a lot of insecure, I think there's a relationship between judgment and insecurity. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Like I, I feel like I'm always getting to the precipice of not being so insecure and then something drastically awful happens to me that starts me all over again. Like, you do have reason to be insecure. You, yeah. but, <laughs> you just take your top off and like look at your nipples and cry. Yeah, basically. <laughs> um, I actually wasn't thinking about my nipples for one second and you have to bring it up. Can I get any peace? <laughs> I've never seen them, but I'm sure they're fine. Yeah, they're uh, fine. Yeah. I mean, how would I know? I've hated yeah. them for so they could I mean, be fi- spectacular. Yeah. I have no idea. <laughs> we're gonna have a we're gonna have a watch party. Yeah. No, we are not. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> they're fine. Survey says <laughs> no way. They're good nipples. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Steve Harvey would like them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but it, I feel like I have, I, I have, I think other people it's, this is, this started a long time ago, but I, I thought I wasn't good enough. And so I thought the people who I perceived as better than me were always judging me. Mm. I don't, they probably did give me reason to think that, but it created this sort of defensiveness in me that became my go-to and that's when Brene Brown says, these these uh, tools are not serving you anymore. You need to put them down. Oh, quick. I know this mm. is, we don't like to get off track, but. I love getting off track. My husband, when we were at the beach a couple of weeks ago, mm. had the audacity to, on a walk, go, have you ever heard of Brene Brown? <gasps> <gasps> what? 
Have you heard of her? Have, you, have I heard, have of, you heard of sunlight? Brown? I was just have like, have you heard of oxygen or gravity? I was what? like, have I heard of Brene Brown? Like, yes, bitch. I've heard of Brene Brown. And he's like, oh, well, I heard this. Po-. He went into this thing about marriages and this great advice that he heard. And I was like, I told you that. Like, I remember <laughs> like, being like, no, like, I actually was like, hey, I. That heard this great like podcast about marriage. Like if one is like checking in with each other, if like one's been like, I've only got like 40%, can the other person give 60% or like how we can like, we're both at a nine, like someone can't take on like 91%. So like, that's the night we'll just do takeout and let the kids watch it. You right, know what I mean? Right. And it is great advice. Like, thank you, Brene Brown. Yeah. But I was like, yeah, I, I, I brought this information to, to you. That's anyway. a very frustrating phase of marriage <laughs> when your husband presents you information that you told him mm-hmm. and he presents it as his own. Yeah. Um, but it's a win for the team. So I was like, no, that's that's a great idea. It's like so good. Yeah. yeah. So I wish it, what's can you good tell me for more the goose about what's <laughs> it's good for the gander. No, who is she? Yeah. Brene Brown, oh I God, will I love look her, her up. I will Google her. She's a Texan. I haven't say. already Must read nice. like all of her books. Mm-mm. Have you ever looked at our bookshelf, Jeff? <laughs> <Yeah>. Ever. <laughs> Somehow I feel like somebody who meditates would know who Brene Brown is. Was I wrong to assume that? <laughs> uh, I mean, he's more into stoicism, but um, stoicism. But, mm-hmm. but that's another. Let, okay. We're gonna. That's another. That's another day. But mm-hmm. back to um, Brene Brown mm-hmm. and self-esteem. Well, she's a. For those of you who don't know, the two people who don't know who <laughs> Brene Brown is, she is a shame researcher and um, behavioralist. She's smart. She, she's really awesome. Yeah. Um, she's also a, a professor at Texas something or other. You really she's from Texas. Research. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> I watch her stuff all I'm the time. I just can't read her bio. I mean, what's crazy is like not even this. I was thinking it was this week. I read her bio to somebody else, and then today I can't even tell you what it was. But I know because I always want to group her together with like Adam Grant. Mm. I always think she's an organiza- organizational psychologist, but she's not. No. She informs some of that research, and she assists with that, or or she's a part of it. But she herself is not an organizational psychologist. She studies shame, mm-hmm. shame researcher. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and like dare to lead and mm-hmm. uh, all the stuff but i went i've already been through my Brene brown phase mm-hmm. and and, mm-hmm. and it's not like you ever grow out of it but it's like when you're in it when you're in a Brene brown phase of your life like you're going through something and oh, yeah. and when i was going through that 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 was my that was my time that was my era of of like self acceptance and 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 letting go of judgment mm-hmm. of myself and then realizing especially like becoming a parent especially to a girl we were talking about breaking generational trauma mm-hmm. and all that and and I was like oh man like I can't I don't want to pass on like body dysmorphia and all the judgmental stuff the judgmental stuff in my family was very body oriented and and like oh uh, yeah to check your aesthetics. weight yeah like. i just remembered the other day i think i was having flashbacks as we were talking about this topic that my mom got really into weight loss because she was i don't know why I, she, I never thought of herself as i never thought of her as being self-conscious at all but there was a time where she was weighing my food and weighing her food, but she was like in a competition with me. I was like, I didn't sign up for. <laughs> I mean, at the time, I was like, I mean, I was riding horses, I was running track, I was playing volleyball. I think, which I I did most things. So I always want to hang out with my friends. Yeah. Like, do you like volleyball? No. Yeah. But I'm gonna anyway. 
like that, those influences, like the, those subtle messages, sometimes not so subtle, create such deep ingrained problems that, that you don't face until your late 30s. <laughs> Super fun. Southern Strain Brewing is our go-to spot in Plaza Midwood for an awesome variety of craft beer, craft beer cocktails, and lots of non-alcoholic options for whatever those are. Yeah. This is a comfortable space with a neighborhood feel. They're conveniently located at 1800 Central Avenue and Nandina, which is right across the street from Harris Teeter. But don't park at Harris Teeter. Free parking is behind the building across the street. It's a big brick building. So park over there and then do a Frogger move across Central Avenue. Uh, it's or a great just place. just get a ride. Or just get a ride. Just walk. The, the beers are strong. They're delicious. The, the music is really good. We love to hang out there. We have business meetings there. Mm-hmm. We have shows there and we always end up hanging out a lot longer than it's a great place and southern strain is the perfect venue for hosting your gatherings and events for up to a hundred people go check it out we will see you there cheers where do you turn to stay in touch with the city around you broadcast news isn't what it used to be and commercial radio doesn't scratch that itch if only there was one place you could get it all when you want, wherever you want, on your schedule, there is the Queen City Podcast Network. Listen to your city on your schedule at queencitypodcastnetwork.com and everywhere you get your podcasts. In like at least the parent scene Mm -hmm. especially Mm -hmm. it's just like i remember the first time my what we were talking about even at 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 the show that that we did recently when we brought back the park show and talking about how after covid i used to cruise the the park to pick up mom friends because i was like so thirsty for friends coming out of covid because i was shut in for two years but um and 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 the first time it, my daughter was the one that had the breakdown or had to throw a temper tantrum at a friend's house and being just like so embarrassed that like just just embarrassed, right? Because you thought she was judging you. Like people are judging me and being yeah. like, get up, get up. And now, and now I'm just like, I don't care. And if you're judging me, you just haven't been through it yet. And it's like, we're all just trying our best. Like, I just don't care anymore. Well, there's a part of motherhood that makes you absolutely say, I don't have time for this shit. Yeah. I don't have time to think about what you think of me. (laughs) I don't have time. And therefore, I don't have time. So I just cannot, I I cannot care. Yeah. So when someone like. It's like kind of nice. It is kind of nice because it prioritizes itself. I do think there's, I want to talk about that, that Brene, your Brene Brown period, because I think I, your era. Yeah. I had, I didn't go through it. Well, I have to go through it in waves because stuff just keeps happening. Um, I said to my boyfriend recently, I can't wait. I cannot wait till you think I'm boring. And he was like, somehow I don't think that's ever going to happen. Like when you think of all the stuff that we have on our plates all the time, it is, I, and it, I, I would love to say it's a phase, but it's been forever. I have always too much because I like to operate in an area. I have too much going on. It makes me get all the stuff done. If I had nothing to do, I would not be very fun- functional. If I had nothing to do, I think I'd have a nervous breakdown. Yeah, I can't have nothing to do. I need to have too much to do I, I, and then get stressed out and get it all done. If I have nothing to do, I have too much time to think. Mm-hmm. If I have too much time to think, I like get in my head. And I, it's like, 
Ugh, mm-hmm. It's a scary place to be. I went through a Brene Brown period that kicked off a lot of other problems for me um, because my Brene Brown period happened at work because I was working for the hospital and we needed to talk about empathy in the hospital. So mm-hmm. who is your shame and empathy researcher? Brene Brown. So what did we all do as a team? We got to know Brene Brown mm-hmm. to all of her stuff, like dare to lead. Uh, what's the heart one? The heart, it looks like it has a yeah, heart on the I, front. I know what all her books look like, but it's I beautiful. don't have the attention span to remember. I, I read it. I, I can't. I don't heart have Rising? No. Something like so, that. There's a rising yeah. one, but anyway, um, it's a you'll think beautiful it. book. Um, and it led me to be so empathetic that I stopped judging people with any sense. Okay. Mm. You do have to make judgments. Uh-huh. And I just thought... Give everyone the benefit of the doubt. Think about it from their position. You know, don't don't suffer in silence. If someone tells you what's happening, like believe them and try to help them. So much so that there are certain people you need to judge and walk away. Like mm-hmm. this is not a good decision for me. I lost that because I was so into this empathy thing that when somebody's like waving a giant red flag in my face and all my friends are telling me, run, I was like, I just think he's just had a hard time. And I think, you know, he just needs some love and attention and he'll turn this around. Uh Uh-uh. So there is like a good side of judgment. I think you just have to stay. It's a, I think it's a little bit of a fine line. Like, I don't think all judgment's bad. Agreed. Mm -hmm. Agreed. There has, but, but I feel like it it has a bad, rep because mm-hmm. we you yeah. don't want to be in mm-hmm. a judgmental society mm-hmm. and you don't want judgmental friends like I, I i like no, I especially like in in like plaza midwood i if i am picking up the kids from daycare and school and i'm running around and like in my workout clothes or i'm just disheveled looking and i, I don't feel like anyone's judging me uh aesthetically in in this in our little uh you know, Cocoon. I don't feel like I see as many people as I would like to see looking like they don't care. I would like to see more people looking like they don't oh, care. I feel like I see a lot of people that don't care. I feel care. like I never do. Like, I feel like back home, you knew people didn't care. Like, they literally don't care. No, one, You're never seeing somebody in sweatpants one day and then looking really nice this one the other day. Like, no one, no one's making this transition to like, oh, this is office wear. Julia, like, I felt like back home, like, everybody's wearing jeans and t-shirts all the time. Yeah, There's no... Like, you grew up on a farm. Julia. I know. I loved it. Like, <laughs> I I want to revert back to so many things. Like, I want to just drive an old farm truck and wear hats and, and car hearts again. Like, I just I just feel like that was... I want to just go back to a place where I was more comfortable and not, not have these versions of ourselves. That's interesting <laughs> that you say that because I don't feel that here. And then every once in a while, a, co- a few years ago... Probably because I'm judging myself. I was like, I begged to like have a date night and with the hubs. (laughs) (laughs) I hate that. I hate when people call their husband the hubs. Um, It's just I don't like it, especially seeing it written down. I don't like Mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I was like, let's. But it was when Charlotte was like just starting to be a place where you needed dinner reservations. Like I've been oh, in Charlotte yeah. long enough that like all of a sudden I was like, oh yeah, we need to make dinner reservations. So we couldn't get one. And we ended up just going to a neighborhood place, whatever. And I was just, I 
I, it was kind of a bratty thing to say, but I was like, I just want to go somewhere where someone's going to judge my outfit. I, I do. That's where I want to go. I want to go. Look at me. <laughs> I, want, I want some competition. I want to feel the pressure. I got my pressure. lip waxed. <laughs> I'm looking good. I want to feel the pressure feel of having to feel look it. nice. So smooth. But now I'm just like, whatever, just get out of the house. I don't feel I don't feel like we live in a in a in a bubble where people are too judgmental, but I don't get out much. I'm not saying they're judge well. I just feel like when I see people, I never think they look disheveled and it would be refreshing to see that if you go to food line you're going to see it food line but not in hair seated not at, <laughs> i feel like i see it at, at like daycare drop off man i feel like i'm like like if i go in not homers. if i wear if i'm wearing regular clothes mm-hmm. at daycare someone will always be like "Ooh, look at you you showered <laughs> we were just both thinking, talking about how we neither one of us showered when we came like oh <laughs> Wow, we have really <laughs> let this go real fast. <laughs> I don't shower unless I work out. Mm. Well, I haven't worked out in two months, so what's that say? Oh, that you have a good metabolism. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it's just the pneumonia. I just oh. it was the pneumonia. <laughs> I, I, like in my like my mom, like if someone gets sick and it's like got a stomach virus or something mm-hmm. and like been throwing up and all of it. And they're like, well, at least I don't have to go to a gym. And, uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's where you got and it. They're like, well, don't have to go to the gym today. Oh my gosh. Yeah. My, uh, this gym I go to has, they'll like text you if you haven't been around in a while. And, um, the, the trainer from there texted me. I really like her because you talk to him a lot when you're there. And, she was like, I haven't seen you in a while. Are you okay? I was like, I'm recovering from pneumonia. I was like, can you give me like, can you like pause my membership? She was like, oh my God, <laughs> when was the last time you were in here? I was like, it was, it's been a little while. I don't think anyone else got it from me. But um, speaking of judgment, I, I feel like I, I feel like I look better when I don't work out. I But my I would, brain is bad. The brain is bad. The brain is bad. When I don't work out. Mm-hmm. You feel like you look Last better. time my boyfriend said, I, I think you need to go back to that gym. I was like, oh, what did you mean by yeah. that? I know exactly oh, what he means by that. He's like, you're acting crazy. Oh, <laughs> that's that. My, my husband says the same thing. He's like, well, well you should, why don't you get up and go for a walk or get to the gym? And I'm like. Uh, did you? Oh, I thought why don't you just tell me to calm down? I thought you loved my body. And he's like, this has nothing to do with I know. your body. It doesn't. It doesn't. And we know it doesn't. It's just really low hanging. Oh, like, so I think. Oh. That, so I need to lose five pounds. Why don't pounds? you go to the gym? Yeah. He's like, I, I already I did. Yeah. He's like, I just went to the gym. I was like, yeah, I know. And you're. Up on my high horse just went to the gym, high horse. Mm-hmm. Looking down at us peasants who haven't been to the gym today. You should just like stop. Go, stop showering like oh, I just got back from the gym just really sweaty it's <laughs> <laughs> like I'm going I'm going for a walk. well we went for a walk the other day mm-hmm. yep yep mm-hmm. so that's some exercise see, that counts see that that kind of energy that I brought to your house that day I was like I need to I'm coming over right now and we need to go for a walk or something because I'm like that that type of reaction to anything when that happens regularly that's when I get the have you been to the gym yeah you should go to the gym because you have a lot of manic energy right now. Yeah, I I heard I saw I saw yeah. it from you the other day. Yeah. But we mm-hmm. worked it out. We went yeah, for a long fine. walk. 
Yeah, it's fine. It helped. Mm-hmm. No, no judgment. Mm-mm. Because I mean, I just need to yell into the phone at a friend and then go get another friend <laughs> and spread and out yell, my and, and then yell at me. And then yell at you, but you yell back. Yeah. <laughs> it's the, well, it's the difference. And then I, I yelled at him that night too. But it's the difference of like, I'm not yelling at you. I'm yelling yeah. about this. Yeah. Yeah. I know that. I'm so happy. Like, this isn't difficult. Under, that's not under difficult to understand, right? I'm not yelling at you. Uh, yeah, I'm yelling about a right. thing. I always felt like that was like pr- pretty much universally understood. Um, not in my marriage. It's like, stop yelling at me. Why are you so angry? Like, I'm not angry with you. I'm yelling. I'm angry about the the gate or the trash can or whatever. It's not about because can I get angry about it, something? It's hard to have. It's hard to vent. I, I'm not blanketing all men, but I have found. It is hard it. to, and I, I, I had it literally this morning. I, I was having some anxiety. Mm-mm. My husband was like, "Well, why don't you talk about it? This is a, a safe zone. Our bed is a safe, judgment-free zone." Because he's in his Brene Brown era, oh. and he's like, uh, it's, "I was like, I just don't feel like I, I have, I have too much, and I don't think you're the right person." I How think, I think, emotionally intelligent of you? I was like, I think I need like to talk to a friend or something and he's like come on like i i care about you and i start so i start getting into it and he was like well maybe you should and i was like i told you this wasn't gonna work i told you and you're judging me you're judging me and he's like you're not hearing me and i like told him what i heard and he was like i did not i was like you said you don't support me you said and he's like i did not say that i i don't know what you heard and i was like oh so now i'm crazy and he's like i think we should I told you you couldn't handle this. <laughs> I was like, this is not the time. Because that is like so, you're judging me. I just want to, um, we have this thing at work. When you see it, say it. Yeah. You know, when you, when you see really good work, say, mm-hmm. that is incredible that you knew. Because I think I have a I have a tendency to emotionally vomit all over my partner. And I cannot hold back, like, not telling them things. But then I think everybody gets in the situation, me anyway, me being everybody, me and the people <laughs> been married to or whatever, like all the men, you've all been married the to. Ma- you know, <laughs> um, pouring one out, yeah, for Julie's exes. Don't, don't, <laughs> please. Um, so I, ha- I think that creates a pressure cooker for the relationship. Like you're, you're telling them everything, so there's not this sense of like this is not the right person to tell this thing to because they can't support me nor do they need to support me in every single thing that I do. But I think that's a hard line because it's such a close relationship and you trust them. A hundred percent. I have found that like going. So when I first got in to my relationship, my marriage, but we Mm -hmm. dated for a long time before we got married. Well, you had to go through your, you know, meeting strangers (laughs) at the bar and, that you're a drunk Oprah phase. Yeah. I had to get it out of my system. Yeah. But he would, I was not a good communicator. I didn't like talking about, I kept everything inside. And mm-hmm. he, um, what tricked me one day and was like, we were living, uh, in an apartment. It was an okay apartment, but mm-hmm. it was in a neighborhood where there was, if you walked back, like the houses were gorgeous. So, mm-hmm. uh, for Charlotte, maybe in Myers Park, mm-hmm. um, people outside of Charlotte, hopefully if you're listening, you don't know it, but they're very expensive houses. And so he was like, let's go for a walk and you can pick out which house I'm going to buy you someday. 
That's how he tricked me. And I was oh, like, you're uh, like, yes, okay. I'm, okay. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm young and dumb. And I mm-hmm. think that we uh-huh. could afford that house someday, which uh-huh. obviously, um, but I was like, yeah, okay. And so we go for a walk and then he ends up like tricking me into telling him my, about my feelings. And he's like, so what's going on with you? Like we ended up talking and then, so walks kind of became our thing. A little walk and talk. So we always do a walk and talk. Mm-hmm. Like, so, so I don't think the bedroom is the good place to do. I was like, I need to be outside. I need to be moving. I need to just be going. Yeah. And so that's when I like to, I was like, we can't talk about this right now. We gotta go well, outside. I think there is something about not looking each other in the eye when you're talking. Yeah. That's helpful. Um, Cause then you, th- you, you look at their face and I'm like, you're judging me. Yeah. That's, well, that's, I just had an aha moment. Well, I had a therapist who told uh, my now estranged husband that when we are, when we're talking, because we have such high conflict all the time, like everything, we're never talking to each other, was always past each other, um, that we should, you should spoon and not look at each other and talk like that. So you're not facing each other. That sounds awful. (laughs) Like you're not facing each other. I don't. But I didn't. We never did it. Yeah. So I was like, well, I, I don't want to talk when I'm spooning. Yeah, yeah. I want to go to Plus sleep. Plus, we're the same size. Who's yeah. the little spoon? Yeah, I'm. Uh, this is going to be surprising. Like, I'm but the, I'm I think the I was spoon. the big spoon. I was the big. I am the. You big spoon. You definitely can't talk like that. Then your face would be in his back. Yeah, I know. And I'm not trying to talk when I'm spooning. No. Go find your own purple mama. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am not your purple mama. I'm not your purple mama. <laughs> I am not your lammy. <laughs> Well, there are nights I'm like, I mean, I'll just sleep in Harris Teeter tonight when everybody's <laughs> someone, someone will come back for Yeah, me. this seems very peaceful in between the aisles. <laughs> I mean, what is even back there? <laughs> I am not your lammy. I'm not your purple mama. I think that, that, should, that, that really, that's very insightful, Julie. Mm-hmm. Juki. Mm-hmm. Juki. Is your new nickname. iPhones always think my name is Juki. <laughs> And I feel like I feel like that's not a bad name. Like, isn't that a I'm thing? Gonna, isn't that a move? I think it's like a. T- I think it's, it's like a boxing. I, I think I'm gonna say, "Hey, Juke. Juke. Hey, Juke. There's a car named Juke. The niece is it Nissan Juke? Know. It's like a little SUV. Like the yeah. That's just so, that's your new Juke-y. name. All right, cool. Juke and Julia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think family that's... Juke podcast. <laughs> Welcome to the family Juke podcast. <laughs> What's Juki? I don't know. It's a work in progress. That's what we are. Well, I feel like we made some insight. I feel like we had some ahas. And uh, I feel... Maybe just scratch the surface. I feel... I'm sweaty. I know. Well, we'll come back. Think, thinking about my feelings. Okay. Well, why don't you go... Um, I'll, Julie, Juki <clears throat> and I are going to go spoon. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to be the big spoon? Please be the big spoon. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to go spoon. What you was funny is that you had to deal with my hair. (laughs) It's always like right there in Joe's face. You're like, (laughs) (laughs) and and I feel like we'll we'll um we'll we'll spoon. We'll we'll talk out the rest. But Mm -hmm. I feel I feel good Mm -hmm. um, ending on the snow. Judgment free. Almost. Almost. Approaching. Well, you don't want to be 100%. <laughs> no, you need judgment yeah. to look out for red flags yeah. and run. So mm-hmm. look out for the red flags. Mm-hmm. Look out for yourself, but love yourself. They are not take a, a clearance sale. Red flags are not clearance. You're not getting a deal in an air fryer. Okay. <laughs> it's a sign to run. <laughs>
queencitypodcastnetwork.com. Queen City Podcast Network.